Shine bright, shine far. Uh, be a star where you live, where you are. Be a star. Tell them what you just told me. I just told Cassandra. I kind of want to name my daughter Samara. You think that's kind of pretty? What about Sumatra? Like the coffee. What about Santana? I told Cassandra that um, I just got word that if you don't download. A download. You got a spiritual download. I got a spiritual download from the Akashic Records that said that if you don't download our podcast in seven days, you're going to (laughs) die. No big deal. Happy Aquarius season! Don't shoot the messenger. I'm just passing along the information. Which is kind of sad because our Nolna just died. You know oh, what I mean? Oh, I literally was laying on the couch today when I got home. And I, I have this feeling that she's watching me. Do you get that? Well, I talk to her a lot in my head. And then I'm like, but, but does she talk back? No, but I'm kind of like, can she hear me? I feel like she's watching me. That's kind of cool. It's kind of cool. And it's a little bit like we have to put up some boundaries with, for privacy reasons and things like that. Nolna's not going to be watching you when she shouldn't be. When I'm making Lala. That's funny. Because we do weird shit. I honestly, and I wouldn't want to subject her to that. I literally also thought about that. I'm just kidding. <laughs> oh, okay. oh, we don't do that weird shit. Neither do you. Not weird. I just thought that maybe would it be possible for her to be watching me? But then I was like, get that out of your head, Cass. She is a very classic, classy Italian Catholic old woman. She would never. 100%. She wouldn't go in my bedroom, I Violate think. the boundaries yeah. of the sacred space between a man and a woman. So we're free. Yeah, I, I'm not actually worried about that. But um, I might be playing it lightly, but um, Marina and I were low-key devastated when Nolna physically died. I love that you said physically. Again, because it just does she not feel like She made a physical she... transition. This is what they say in the spiritual community, that someone has made a physical transition. You turn this face steamer off. I just don't trust it for some reason. It is. It's brand new. It just fe- I feel like it's moldy it's not it's not moldy i promise i would enjoy the moment without the steamer okay but i really think it'll help your allergies cassandra has like the quintessential bright red nostril nose that's so red (laughs) (laughs) because she uses sandpaper instead of tissues no that's i was saying that (laughs) trader joe's tissues are sandpaper i never used tissues because growing up we didn't use tissues because we weren't like loaded or anything we weren't allowed to use tissues or go to the doctor yeah i mean immigrant households Hello, you don't use fucking tissues. You know what no, I mean? Or use, band-aids, really. <laughs> you use napkins and honestly, your sleeve, your sleeve and but, as little uh, toilet paper as possible. Yeah, but also you could be caught really drippy or using your sleeve. It was all very kind yes. of a shameful experience. Yes, 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 yes. But Justin, when moving into this house, he bought me these really nice tissues. And I was like, this is so excessive. And he's like, it is not excessive. And then you I started fucking coming tissues. to Marina's house. And I was like, who does this big... Think, think she, she is. is yeah what, she is a tissue box in every room and I was like you are so basic now and then I was like oh wait no this is just kind of a form of self-care and now are you gonna buy tissues I buy a box my last roommate Corey can attest to me buying tissues we buy our tissues and our toilet paper from this company called who gives a crap and it's, it's just I don't love that the, the, the name quality. of quality the quality is the best quality this hurts. that does yeah. I think it's because your nose is like bleeding <laughs> But the reason why we love Who Gives a Crap is because I know this sounds gross, but it's recycled toilet paper. You okay? Any hoosies? We have been gone for a little bit. You also, we didn't finish our last thought about Nolna. I think we should just go into that because our one year overlaps with her funeral and then that coincides with me drinking the beer. Wait, that's so 
true. So we have so much to talk about. Don't worry. We'll make sure to honor Nolna and hit all of those juicy deets. But Cassandra, we have been gone for like, guys, we've been gone for like two months. Yeah, it was necessary though. My God, she's just going to sneeze. Don't do that. Don't make fun of me. <laughs> I'm not making fun of you, but I feel like you should just turn the steamer back on. It was helping. Yay. Yes. So Cassandra and I had this agreement where we decided we didn't want to record the podcast unless we absolutely both wanted to record the podcast because it was starting to feel exhausting. Yeah, it was definitely a huge lift. <laughs> it's a lot of work and to just be spending time like that with each other and like not getting paid. It's and- just like, when will the sponsors come? You know, how are they going to come? We don't really know. You how know? does it even work? You know, when you're in high school and everyone's like, oh, I'm not going to, well, this didn't happen to me, but I'm sure other you know, prettier, more popular girls may have had this experience of being like, oh, I don't want to date you because you're marriage material. Uh, Sometimes I feel like our podcast and you and I are so talented that they're like, you're so great. We're just going to wait for somebody else to swoop you up and pay you. And I'm like, bitches, you know what I've also realized? We are paying ourselves. We are paying ourselves now, (laughs) which is a big deal. So like bi-weekly, literally every other week we are making like literally a couple hundred, which is far from where we started. But I do want to say some of you have reached out and been like, sell your feet pics. Yeah. And (laughs) to look up things like podcorn and things like that, um, sponsorship opportunities. But let me tell you, when you actually look into this stuff, you make $15 after you submit a pitch. And if they choose you, you make 15 bucks. Wait, what? Yes. Yeah. $15? Yeah. Like an ad. And you have to sign up for five of them. So it's just like, okay, 75 bucks. Woohoo. You know, I just don't know if I really want to like be, I don't believe in that. I don't want that. It's just not for me. How do people make money off of podcasts? Alex Cooper signed a $30 million podcast deal. Yeah, Marina, because she had a very large, she was fucking famous before. No, she wasn't really. I mean, she was like the largest podcast on Barstool. Yeah, but she wasn't like famous. She was like Barstool famous. Marina, I don't fucking know, nor do I care. Okay. (laughs) She's blonde and cute and she's got big old titties and that's enough for like, you know, people to be famous on TikTok and Spotify. Not saying that I don't love blonde people with big titties because right now my obsession with Holly Madison and Bridget from Girls Next Door couldn't be higher. I'm so obsessed with them. I'm their number one fan. I want to buy their merch. Yes. 100%. Girls Next Level is their podcast. Yeah. It's phenomenal. Anywho. So we decided to take a two month break and in the meantime, a lot has happened. Um, some quick highlights are... I started my yoga TT training. It's Cassandra talking, by the way. Cassandra started her yoga teacher training. Woohoo. Very excited for her. Oh my God. I started my yoga TT. Nolna passed on. Our one year sobriety came up. We're in 11 markets, grocery stores with fire cider currently. Yeah. And um, I'm engaged. And Cassandra's engaged. I... I literally thought that it would be so fun if we shared this on the podcast, but my boyfriend proposed to me on Valentine's Day. So I'm also pregnant gonna, and um, let me put this in. So don't even. Yes, I am. I think that's hilarious. I'm just joking, guys. I'm not engaged. Could you fucking imagine? Um, I thought I broke my foot. I have since had a alcoholic beverage and smoked a cigarette. What else? I've been to San Diego for work and now I get all my newly clothes sponsored. <laughs> Okay, I mean, we're, we have to start. We have to start saying who's speaking because we keep switching. Without. It's obviously me. Okay, your who? host, Marina. Well, it's your other host, Cassandra. Um, I'm, I'm the prime host. <gasps> it's only because you need that extra ego boost, right, honey? <laughs> right. 
Uh, J-K-L-O-L. Yeah, so Nina's a newly slut now. It's kind of obvious. She was so desperate before, and so they finally decided to give her money. I was, like, tagging them in every post, and at one point, I just DM'd them, and I'm like, listen, here's my right tit. I really think that I made this reel, like, a thousand years ago, and it got 16,000 views. What? And I thought to myself, hmm... I shouldn't be paying for Newly anymore for how much I hoe myself out on the internet. Yes. And they were like, you go take They were like, it's very competitive. We have Club Newly, Club Newly, C L U U B and U U L Y. Genius. It's just it's hilarious. Genius. Um, and like, you know, they basically told me not to get my hopes up. I fucking submit and they accepted me, bish. And the perks are sick. So not only do I get free Newly, but I get hundreds of dollars to spend on Newly and I'm fully sold out. I am, this is what a sellout looks like. It's me. And I'm not ashamed. I look fabulous everywhere I go. And I really want to do say. it together. I, th- I think it would be really fun to yeah. take cute newly pics together. We could take cute newly pics together. And then post on Stardust or what? I think we'd have to make a separate Instagram for it. And it would be for people that wanted to. Why? Why couldn't it would we help like, ourselves out on Stardust? Because it would be the number one Instagram where people would go to to like look what newly looks like on real people. Does that make sense? There's so many people doing that already. No, there isn't. I get, yes, there is. I get served a newly ad every single day with somebody new. Oh, really? Yeah. But they just do it once. They're not like actually showing you what a newly wardrobe looks like. Trust me, I've sleuthed. You're just wrong. I've seen so many. Okay. Anyways. <laughs> Let's start with hitting our one year and how we didn't quite realize it was the one year and Xana and I were like, wait a second. Xana's one year is seven days earlier than my one year and... Hers was officially on February 2nd. Okay, so I actually did not realize that I would actually feel a sense of pride from my one year. I had no clue. Honestly, coming up to it, every time the second of the month rolls around, because that marks another month, it would just pass by and I'd be like, oh shit, today's, you know, month 10, month 11. And then on February 2nd, just, I don't know, tied in with Nona, I just felt this huge transition in my life happen. Really? Uh, Yeah, I can't describe it. Can you try? (laughs) Yeah, I'll try. Would you like a cup of tea? Yeah, fuck it. Okay. I'm realizing that having these growth periods or having these eras where I'm shedding skin or starting to transition into different parts of my personality or parts of these goals that I'm trying to achieve or trying to explore, this is very important to me and it requires change. And my boyfriend was saying to prepare for a life of change is like a really positive thing. It's a really good skill to have because life is going to be changing all around you. For example, Nolna dying is a huge change for us. She's been a part of our life for so long. She's a huge part of our family. Or let's say you lose somebody or you move or I stop drinking. Those are changes. And in order to actually experience the benefit from them, you have to just be open to the fact that with change just comes more life or more opportunity. And I felt that firsthand after completing the first year. Like I actually felt so much pride from not only completing 365, but for knowing, okay, that's just one of the big changes I'm going to be experiencing. Okay, what's next? I just, I, don't I know. do agree with I the what's explain. next. You just did explain it. There's so much more to it, but go ahead. I agree. There is so much to it, but I really resonate with you saying the what's next. I do feel that way. I think what's next is a huge question in so many capacities. What's next as in what's the next challenge that I'm going to bring into my life? What's the next change that's going to happen with or without my like conscious involvement? And where am I trending with my growth? Do I like this? Do I not? And you and I have very different takes on this whole sobriety journey. You know, I actually think that you like changing or challenges 
almost for the sake of like going through the challenge in a way, mm-hmm. I'm different in mm-hmm. regard to why or how I take on challenges. I mean, we have a lot of similarities with being like, let's do something difficult. I kind of take on challenges as a form of punishment in some ways. I take it on as a form of reveal. Like I do it because I know that I'm, I feel like when I'm not being disciplined enough, when I'm not growing fast enough, when I'm not reaching my goals at a trajectory that is deemed excess, acceptable by myself, I add in another challenge to create rigidity in my life so I can stay super focused. That's kind of harsh. It is harsh. That's why I'm realizing this month as I pull back on all my forms of exercise that I use exercise as a form of punishment. And so I'm trying to enlighten myself to do something different. And that's why I'm moving into just like literally walking and dancing. And that's that's so awesome. But with this sobriety thing, it did feel like an unnecessary form of limitation and rigidness in my life that didn't feel appropriate for me. I'm glad that I did it because I felt like you and I bonded in the absence of that in our lives. We created something else. We created a business and we created a podcast. However, I'm not going to stay starkly sober for the rest of my life. Yeah, I think that's awesome that you have your own realizations from it. That's so important. For me, it's almost like I'm just this type of person where when I really deeply know my why for something, I will never be persuaded otherwise. And because I have such a solid why for me in regard to like drinking and smoking, I just won't do it again. I was saying that I... I think it's the right decision for you for sure. I don't know why that bothers me. I know it bothers you, but just try not to see it as me being attacking you, me supporting you and empowering the decision that you made for yourself. I'm saying, I think that's the right decision for you. I think that I would actually feel supported for you if you said something like, wow, that seems like you feel really confident in your in your decision rather than be like, I think that's a, the right decision for you. You know what I mean? Yeah. Okay. Let me try this again. I think that's a badass decision that you're making for yourself. Yeah. I don't want it to seem like I'm being critical of you is because I think I was being critical of myself by entering that into my life. Does that make sense? Entering what into your life? Being like, I'm doing so a sober year. When I take away things or add regimens into my life, it's based on criticism. So when you say you're doing something because it empowers your why, and I'm like, I think that's the right decision for you. I'm just trying to be like, I feel like your journey to coming to this conclusion is just so good and it's not based in you punishing yourself. It is the right decision for you because you know that it is empowering your path. I- it isn't the right decision for me because I'm using it as a way to limit myself because drinking is bad and it and when you're hungover you can't be successful in your line of career and that's not fair to me because my life doesn't have to be on these like straight and narrow paths yeah. it's almost I'm not like saying it's the right decision for you because you have a fucking drinking problem you fucking alcoholic <laughs> that's what you hear but that's almost, really far from what I'm trying to say hear, like I hear what you're saying I think that we just have different perspectives yeah we do often Madi and I have very different perspectives on people too like, like I'll who? be like I'll <laughs> <laughs> be like uh like I'm good I I like them or oh most times actually most times I'll be like I I really enjoy hanging out with them but like I don't feel comfortable like sharing really personal information with them about in my life money like really I love them I love telling them everything about my life <laughs> that's really? not what I fucking <laughs> I'm like okay we just have different perspectives or there's some people where you're like I don't fuck with them and I'm like what are you talking about they're so real it just depends wait was I being rude no I'm just funny it's just funny it's laughing it's so amazing because sometimes you have to think about it. Xana and I have 99.9% of the same genetic code. We really do. But I think it's like 
nine. Right. We it's are like literally nearly duplicates. Identical. We are clones living in the same fucking reality, but our experiences has shaped our perspective in which allows us to lead very different lives. And like, it's really cool to see, especially when, when Sandra brought up the, I'll find someone and be like, Sandra, this person is dope. And she'll be like, huh, I didn't this get- This person's a cult leader. Is what I'll be like, what are you talking about? Yeah, she'll be like, didn't get that read or you should be careful with that person. I'm like, really? I was planning a trip with that person. And she'll just be like, mm. And I'm like, he calls you pet names and you've met him twice. (laughs) (laughs) It's funny to think we have such different takes based off of having so many shared experiences. However, I'm really grateful for you in those situations because you are almost always right. Totally. I have this amazing capability of like seeing through somebody's like spiritual pulse in a way. And I don't know what it is. You see through people's bullshit really fast. Okay. Back to my why too on this pride. I feel, I mean, it lasted a second. I don't wake up every day and I'm like, look at me go. I'm a sober bitch. No, it's not really like that. You're like Melissa Wood Health sober. You're just living. Oh, she's kind of annoying. But I do love her. But you do love her. Yeah. I mean, she really is on social media. So I think that when you share. But she's sharing her joy and her wellness journey. Yeah, she's really beautiful beautiful And she's overcome so much. Yeah. Okay. Back to what I was saying, though. I recently got on this fucking sober Instagram celebrity feed or whatever. And Denzel Curry was on there for a quote. I love Denzel Curry. And he was saying, he's a rapper, if you guys don't know who it is. He's a sober person. His friends will be like, hey, let's go out. Let's go out for a drink. And then he'll be like, ah, oh, no, nah, I'm good. I don't drink, but like, I'll go out. And they're like, well, let's just smoke then. He's like, no, nah, I don't smoke. And they're like, how, how do you turn up? He's like, I am turned up. I'm literally always turned up. Like, we can go out and I'll be turned up. And That's I... Us. And he's like, I don't fucking, one, need something to dull my turning up. This is how I'm turn up. I just feel so deeply like that. I can go out with my girlfriends, with my friends, and I'm like Liddy AF. Me too. Fucking lit as fuck. Last time we went, went out with our girlfriends, not only did I look like an adorable fucking Catwoman slutty slut, but my energy was so high. I mean, maybe I'm not going to stay out past midnight, 30, because like I do Who get does tired. Who do that at 30? But I'm just as vibrant, if not even more, when I'm soaps like you wouldn't even be able to tell I also totally agree with that totally agree with that there is a reason why my some of my heroes like Rick Rubin and Kendrick Lamar Lauren Hill James Baldwin Coltrane Tyler the Creator meditate and are sober mm-hmm. or are spiritual and religious or have some sort of devotion to self or yes. to higher power there's a reason why I'm absolutely taken when I hear John Mayer talk about sobriety yeah it's because you can see this flame and sparkle in him that's not ruled by this generation of american consumerism and materialism that is absolutely ruling the youth right now fucking get ready with me with all of this skincare and going to target i'm like guys what is what is the value in all of this this mentality of being sober for me is just such a bigger thing it's not not drinking anymore for me not smoking it's taking a step it's back bigger. from the cultural roller coaster that we strapped ourselves into at a very young age without asking questions of like where am I going what's happening it's not our fault and yeah I also think that our family did do a really good job because we have so much culture and pride in certain things that we were taught which I value so much but unless you keep refining or sharpening those skills, motherfucker, they go away. If you don't do a push-up for 10 years, I think it's going to be really difficult to do a push-up that is protective of, you know, your 
back and your triceps and all those things, you know? Yeah. I do think that you're onto something with it being a broader perspective and conversation on more than just dulling the senses with alcohol, right? Because honestly, living a sober life and having a drink every once in a while, to me, isn't really that different for me. Having a drink once every four months, three times a year, five times a year, choosing to live mindfully, those things can coexist. But what I'm hearing you say is that you're seeing a pattern and a societal pattern in different groups and different communities that you find to be very dulling and very disingenuous to the desires of the individual and or to the best outcome for the group. And you mentioned the get readies with me and I've made a joke to myself. Like I imagine myself making a funny reel that's like me with an old woman filter that says something like, in my day and age, we got ready in the morning and nobody filmed it. Yeah. It's insane to me to think that so much of a trend can be deeply instilled into our routine, whether that's going out for happy hour on the first Friday of every month with your coworkers or every birthday you're absolutely slammed after the age of 19 or 21 or wherever, or filming yourself on your get ready with, with me, whatever it is, without just asking yourself why you're doing the things that you're doing. Now that we've stepped away from some of the bigger, more potentially like toxic routines and behaviors in our life, like drinking three, four, nights out of the week without even questioning it. Now we've created space to ask herself, what are other things that could be looked at? For example, Cassandra gets on me if she ever sees an Amazon package in my house. Oh, she's really, I'm sorry. She's really and hard I'm not, on me. I try. I actually try to not do it every time, by the and way. And you know what? You're right. You're Listen, right. I shouldn't be buying on Amazon. I shouldn't be buying on Amazon. Th- that is something that I know to be true. And some of these things have a higher risk assessment associated with them, right? Like intoxicating yourself and then getting in your car and driving home. Whereas like ordering something off of Amazon once every two weeks is like, ah, okay, there are things that could be worse, but you, we allow more space for us to look into these patterns where I'm like, I shouldn't be ordering off of Amazon. I don't want to contribute to necessarily these mega conglomerate toxic business models that are the demise of human well-being on our planet. Okay. Awesome, Need. Yeah. Um, I also don't want this to turn into like evaluation of who you are based off of like whether or not you shop on Amazon and shit like that. You know what I mean? Like, I don't want to be a woke person. Ew, totally. I, you're not being like that. You're just thinking about the way that you do things. Okay. I just want to say that everything is a snowball effect though, you know? So it doesn't matter what it is. Like take your own habits or whatever and think about how when you do those once a week, every three days, every day, it is a snowball effect. Things have momentum. Where your energy goes, your energy grows. So for me, when I started not drinking and smoking, it was about the specific goal. Literally my brain chemistry has changed. And the representation of what this habit means to me has changed. So a year in, guys, everything's different now. My perspective on it has changed. How I see and respect my body has changed. That doesn't mean I still don't eat garbage pizza and, you know, crave a Diet Coke. And like, I'm still obviously doing things that are not all natural and perfect because that's just not the world that we live in. But things are changing. That's just way more valuable. So I don't really want to keep subtly poisoning myself, even if, okay, you know how you're like, I want to drink like once a week or whatever. Once a week? I said once every like four months. What, or whatever it is. Five times a year. Uh, whatever for it me, is. it would be like, let's say I'm like, okay, I want to smoke again. That subtle poison for me is really strong. My boyfriend gave the metaphor of like, you have this 
blazed trail in your brain of neural pathways of the pathway that you've been walking down for 10 years, smoking, drinking, going out, staying up late. And then I'm starting to bushwhack a new trail, not smoking, not drinking, not staying out late. That trail's looking way fresher and honestly harder to walk down. The second I light up a cig, that trail that's been there for 10 years is going to light the fuck up. I smoked a cig. Can we talk about it? Oh yeah. So on my one year, I drank a high life and I drank a high life and a half. I think I shared. I mean, it was the first night of Nolnas funeral. It was the night of my Nolnas funeral. Um, We went out with our sisters and our family and we went to this super dive bar with karaoke and it was really, it was the O'Reilly's of Warren, Ohio. Truly. And scary actually. We toasted to a high life. I had a high life. The high life was great. It's funny. It tasted like I just had one the day before. It's so crazy to think that truly a year had gone by because it just felt like I just had one. It's so funny. But then me and someone snuck out to share a sick. And I joined them. I was like, I wanted to see Marina smoke her first sick. And it's so funny when you're a smoker and someone who doesn't smoke wants to smoke and they light their cig up and they go to take an inhale. You can tell immediately because they like do this thing where like they take a hit and they're like lungs like push it out. They're like, no, like they can't inhale the smoke, um, like deep into the depths of their being like true smokers do. I couldn't do it. I literally was Wait, like, you could what? Inhale? I couldn't inhale it without having that weird lung spasm. Yeah. It was really funny. It wasn't enjoyable. I didn't finish it. And yeah, it was, it's just not for me anymore. It was interesting even watching you guys because I was like, I could kind of tell you weren't really yeah. lit up by the sick. You know what? I will say that. I, I wasn't. I will say that <laughs> 10 years from now on my 40th or if I'm traveling where there's enough time that has passed where nostalgia hits with the cigarette, you bet your ass I'm going to have a cigarette when we're traveling or on our birthday. But I'm just looking forward for it to feel special special again. 10 fucking years has got to go past motherfucker. Okay. You know what I mean? I'm yeah. ready. I'm like still, it's not interesting to me at all anymore. I joked. Cause I like told some of my girlfriends, I'm like, I feel like deep down inside I am a smoker and I'm going to just like want to go back. I can definitely say that that is not the case. Bro. That's a story that you're telling yourself. That's not actually a thing. Yeah. It's definitely you know? not the case because I, that cigarette did not. We have baby lungs. We're not actually meant to be smokers. Yeah. It just didn't quite work for, for me <laughs> anymore. I was like, nope, this like hurts. It's almost like I miss the idea of it more than the physical act of smoking it. 100%. Which is why I'm, like totally okay with not physically smoking. Yeah, 100%. Anyways, that's kind of like my update. I'll drink here and there. I don't want to put a label on myself. I don't love labeling myself as a sober person. We'll see what happens with that. For me, I'm not going to put like this sober stamp on my forehead. Not saying that you're going to do that. You've, you haven't done it. Well, for the past year, I have. You put a sober stamp on your forehead? I mean, not literally, Cassandra. Bro, I know. Not literally, Cassandra. (laughs) We we had a podcast, but it's not like you go around telling everybody that you're sober. I do. Yeah, for sure. Those are words that I've used, but not, yeah, for the year. Okay, keep going. Sorry. But moving forward, I I don't want to say necessarily I'm a sober person because I don't think that that's fair to say because some people like really live and die by that word. And oh, I see. Technically, I'm not. You know what I mean? Yeah. I had a high life and I cracked on day one. You know what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> but I don't regret it. Why should you? Yeah. Anywho, so that's kind of like the summation of that, of our one year. I think that I'd, I, I think I'm malnutritious because my skin still is like, 
like pretty fucking blech. Oh my gosh. Well, I want beautiful skin. Like me. I really want beautiful, plump, juicy skin. Like me? Yes, like you. Literally like you. You paused. Because I was looking. I Justin love your and I skin. I went out to a restaurant last night and they had both. Justin. And we got bone marrow because it was on the menu and they give you two giant pieces Sex. of bone. You scoop it on the bone Nolna. marrow. Love. And you eat it on toast and it was fucking orgasmic. Fucking wow. Tell everybody what I did for your um, Valentine's. Oh Day treat. There's nobody I love spoiling spoiling more than you. Really? Yeah. Is that is that weird? It's hard to believe because you don't spoil me that often. No comment. <laughs> Literally no comment. Anywho, so for Valentine's Day, Justin got us a staycation at the Junto Hotel. And we were really excited about it, and it was for Friday night. So Valentine's Day was on Wednesday, and he's like, "You're gonna have to wait for your prezies and all the fun things on Friday." Didn't care. Loved it. Went to the Junto. We walk into our room, and there was a PBR cooler, like the coolest PBR cooler, filled to the brim with chocolates. Goodies! And I went to three different stores to get all your stuff. I know you did. Chocolates and Diet Cokes and coffees and these giant. Mini Diet Cokes. These giant sneaker <laughs> slippers. <laughs> they look like sneakers, but they're hot pink and they're slippers. Very and like recess vibe. Yes, absolutely. Yeah, recess. And I'm wearing them right now. I'm absolutely obsessed with them. They are my entire personality as a slipper. Hey, let's take a really cute fun photo of you and put it as the podcast title okay we should definitely do it and she made us the most beautiful valentines i almost had a panic attack with sobbing reading them because at first we only found justin's (laughs) and we thought the whole thing was for justin that would be so weird but then i saw the sneaker slippers and i was like well those are obviously for me and then we found my valentine and then i literally almost lost my shit reading did you like the eye patches i wore them this morning i got you nice they were literally so luxurious they were like peachy cute peaches and you just knocked it out of the park it was the sweetest did you try the everything chocolate bar no it's on it's on my counter over there the tony's chocolate bar we have not eaten yet that's jm's like chocolate bar and that everything chocolate bar is so good but also she put in two of the copies of the penny saver of our Lucky's coupon book coupon book that our firesider is in and i don't know if you noticed it sanja but there was words directly above our firesider in bright red block with white font that said best day ever and i took a picture of it and i'm going to post it on our instagram because wait what i was just like i looked at justin and we just smile because sometimes we think that we just manifest our every moment of our lives and laugh when things like this happen because I always say best day ever, best day of my life. I mean, it's the name of our podcast, you dumb bitch. <gasps> yeah. I love it so much. It says the best day ever, and then it has our fire cider under it. I mean, to be featured. or As a local favorite. As a local favorite, and Lucky's is huge. Not to mention, their email list is like 10,000 people, motherfuckers. That got emailed to 10,000 people. Damn I'm like straight. so proud. We did a couple get a couple new followers. We just got an email that says, I'm blank, 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 from blank, blank, blank. And we host small local businesses in our store to promote smaller brands. And we think that Start a Standard Firesider would be a perfect pop-up. We'll look at you later. Okay. We have gotten like some random new followers. Is that from the luckiest thing you think? I don't know. Nor do you care. Like, look at how many, Cassandra, look at this. We also... And that's in one day. It's because I posted um, a feet pic on our account. That's right. We are going to do make this a hybrid account. Um, okay, what else, Cassie? I want to talk about 30 hard. <gasps> Ooh, I kind of want you to do it with me. What? I literally was thinking about it yesterday, but that is my invasive thoughts coming in. What's the word I'm looking for? Intru- that's it. It's truly more of an intrusive thought because it's a way Repulsive. to... Uh, way to be like, I need to lose weight before spring and be fit. So let's do 75 Wait, do you hard. do that? 
Cassandra, of course. That you, blows. You don't think that because you're literally like the fittest, most lean person I know. But everybody who doesn't look like you thinks about their body every single day. Hold on. Hold on. Slow down. <laughs> first of all. Just all of you out there. I know you agree with me. First of all, I also have a pretty like critical eye for my body. I do. Mostly because I have so much hair everywhere where I'm like, <laughs> Wow. It's fucking expensive being hairy is all I'm going to say. So you know how for Nolna's um, funeral, we stay at this really nice hotel. And my mom's like, girls, bring your swimsuit. And one, I was like, when have we ever really swam together? And <laughs> True. two, we weren't allowed was, to wear swimsuits growing up. I thought she was up. her rocker when she sent that I was like, are message. you okay? But I was anyways, like, she's in mourning and grief and yeah. just sent a completely random. random text message. I'm like, you think that I can just put on a swimsuit? I got to get waxed. Like, it's a whole thing for me to wear a swimsuit. You know what? The best thing I ever did was laser all the hair off of my body. Really? Yes. It's even lasered off of your whole... I, I did literally Your, everything, but it's all grown back. But now it's grown back to like what normal people's hair is. What's normal people's hair? <laughs> I guess it just means like not super, 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 super thick. I like it thick. It's just that when it's covering so much surface, surface area, area. Yeah. it can be like really overwhelming. <laughs> for sure. For sure. Like there is nothing. Okay. From my belly button to Down. my ankle. <laughs> it is a full on prairie. Like it's really dense and yeah. thick. Yeah. So. Well, ain't nothing wrong with, with a little body hair as God, as God made you. What's that? Um, remember in Mrs. Doubtfire when the bus driver yeah. and her. It's like her, the best scene. I cry every time. Her like stocking slips down and he sees uh, Mrs. Doubtfire's hairy leg and he's like, oh, just as God made you. It's literally so cute. It is really sweet. Okay, so you, uh, you're getting all, you're sweating about spring break. I'm sweating about spring break. No, you know, just every other day I think about like doing some random fitness challenge because like that's just who I am, dude. Okay. Okay. Yeah. So I was going to say if you want to do 30 hard with me, but apparently you have no interest in doing that. And 30 I, hard is, I think it's toxic as fuck, guys. Yeah, I think you're right. I think you're right. And I think that f things are fun and like harmless. Are we sounding like huge haters in this episode? Is it because I'm so congested and I'm, I'm I don't know. Listen, we'll, we'll, we'll know listen when we back. listen. We'll know, yeah. we'll know. I just think that it's try whatever you feel like trying and it doesn't have to stick or it can be an experience, but 30 hard, my God, it's just like doing the thing for the sake of saying you're doing 30 hard. Totally. It's just another trend. And I'm like, I don't know, are 16 year olds doing 30 hard thinking that they have to work out twice a day? And I'm just like, I'm confused. I'm confused about this trend. Hey, guess what? We got an email. So when Cassandra walked into my house today, she Ugh. said, she said, Marina, same old saga. I simply can't do it. I literally have to pay rent in two, less than two weeks and not just days. rent, but I have to pay rent, utilities. I, I owe my pimp a little cash. Yeah. Also, <laughs> um, car insurance, which is really expensive for me. Anyway, how much is yours? You don't even know because your husband pays for everything. <laughs> That's not true. We split absolutely really? everything. Just tell everybody what he got you last year for your birthday. That's right. A fucking wad of cash. That's what he got you. <laughs> Justin gives me wads of cash <laughs> regularly. Cassandra. Literally insane. It's not insane. When you're married, you will see this is how things go. Also, we the way that we split the bills up is really cool. For example, I take care of all of the utilities and he takes care of our rent and our... 
<laughs> insurance. Our rent's actually really low. Our mortgage is really low. And then what we do is we sum it all up together and then we text each other. You owe me. And I do the phone bill too. You owe me do you split 585 it? and he's like, you owe me $1,000. And then we, sp- and then whatever I come out under, I pay him the $500. So you split, we split everything. Fitty fitty. Of course. What talking about we split everything 50 50 however like winky winky, however because justin is in a better situation than i am and we're trying to grow this business better and i am strapped no he's just financially more uh, um abundant right now yeah exactly he pays for everything when we go out he buys my dinners he buys my coffee i mean i bought coffee this morning does he buy your gas no i buy my own gas does he buy pizza he buys me pizza does he buy groceries we both buy groceries. I buy Costco, but Listen, he really like Justin really takes care of me in so many ways. I think that that I can't even begin to stress how much I fucking love that. And man. if you guys have that dynamic and everybody is thriving, I I I love that. And I, I also think that I I'm want a bit that. of a princess. That's hot. I think it's great. Good for you. I give off princess energy and you know what happens when you give off princess energy for Valentine's Day? You get pretty. Thank you, by the way, on helping him to get the earrings from Nordstrom. Oh, you got you. How did you know? I get earrings. I got a book. I got the Duke. A night stay at the Junto and a beautiful dinner. And yeah. It's not that I need things necessarily. It's just that feeling like you and your man are taking care of each other. Yeah, we do that. It's just so important yeah I don't want to feel like I'm like fighting to like make it each month this is getting like this is not the energy I want to continue oh yeah we have to go back to that that thing but I do want to add one more thing I mean I cook really really good food for him every single day although he really does hold his weight up in the kitchen anyways Cassandra walks in and she's like listen I have to pay rent I have to pay utilities I have to pay for all my waxing. <laughs> I have, we are going to Florida. I have no money. What do I do? And I said, I said, listen, I've got $800 in my checking account and I need to pay. I need eight, basically 600 more in 12 days. I was and what, like, and what, what am I, I supposed to do? What I say? You like broke it down. Well, what, I'm really congested. You have to talk. This has to go down. Oh man. Do you want a little more hot water? I think I need a diet cook. Okay. It's in there. <laughs> Girl, you're stressing about all the wrong things. Let's do some mental math. We had two big orders come in yesterday. Girl, you're stressing out about all the wrong things. I have the perfect wife. I have the perfect husband. He pays for everything. That's not true. He doesn't pay for everything. He just pays for most things. Anyways, and then as we're sitting here, we get another order. And all the money that she needs to make it through the rest of this month and start March is here. Yeah, she's not lying. Um, everything's actually going to be okay. <laughs> I also want to thank you for making us this Valentine's Day bundle when I know you literally have no money and it it meant a lot to us. The thing is, when I was making your basket or I had this feeling, I was like, oh, I know what I want to do. I want to surprise them with this basket. It felt so good. It felt amazing. Shopping for you felt really exciting. I technically was spending money that I don't have, but the feeling that came with it, I just felt my love for you. And I was like, that's when I should spend money. Yes! So not like, I don't want to spend it when I'm feeling like guilty or weird or like where I feel like Fuck I'm that. picking up my, own. like, I don't know. It's just, it's not. so much more fun spending money on other people. And that is a point blank example of why Justin and I take care of each other so well is because we love spending money on each other and we don't go overboard. We like to keep it to keep it tight. Yeah. I mean, I kept that tight. I mean, I did. You did so sweet. The really? slippers were a must, no option. Though. I was not leaving without those, slippers. without those slippers. Anywho, so all that goes to say is that we are manifesting hard. <gasps> oh, 
And we turn 60. March 12th, bitches. We In turn less 60. than a month. Our 60th birthday is coming I up. I can't believe this. We I look know. so good for 60. We have a big birthday next month. We're turning 30 each individually together. 60. 60. Sexy. We're can running I away as we tipping. And I like it like that. And you'll make your booty smile. And you'll make that pussy enjoy. Really? You don't know the words? I know the, all of them. I don't know why. I just got okay. really nervous. I literally live for that song. Anywho. I really want to D. I really, really, really want to DJ. Well, then DJ. It's like, why can't I put the pedal to the metal and DJ our 60th birthday party? You can. No one's stopping you. So we're going to Florida because we always run away every year for our birthday because... That's what we feel safest. That's what we do. <laughs> and other than that, I don't know what else, Cass. Next week, I really want to talk about um, befriending alpha females and what it's like to be in a relationship or have a best friendship with an alpha female. I can't wait to dive into that. I have so much to say, but I will pause. So this is the end. This is the end of our... Mildly friend season, if you will. End. Okay. Does that mean we have to rename the series because we called it "Fuck It Sober Before 30? That could be because fun. no longer am I sober, but I'm not. I'm not before thirty anymore. I also want each of us to take to the mic solo sometimes. Like I want to talk about. So yeah. What do you guys think about that? Oh wait, we'll accept the first caller on the line. Okay. Uh, um, hi, uh, I'm Beatrice from Akron. Cassandra has always been my favorite, and honestly, Marina, you kind of cut her off a lot. Um, do you think that maybe in the next season she could just host the podcast? Thanks, <laughs> big fans. Bye, Beatrice. You can fuck yourself. <laughs> um, just kidding. I do think it would be kind of fun. I want to see what I have to say. Yeah, me too. Actually, really curious about <laughs> how you would manage. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck? I just feel like sometimes it can be a little. Well, I think you're fucking egotistical. So how about that? Okay. 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 <laughs> okay. Just kidding. Um, I would love to see what you could strum up in, in uh, 45 minutes, Cass. I feel like you would knock it out of the park. I feel like 45? 40? I'd probably do 30. You'd do like a cool 15-minute set. <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to do some solo episodes, and season two is going to be sick. I just hate season two. It makes me want to fucking vomit. Okay, what do you want to call it? I just, not era two, but chapter spring, two. Spring. <laughs> spring. Sessions. Sessions. I don't like sessions. Well, I'm going to let you name it because I'm not as much of a um, hater. Hater as you are. <laughs> Season two just feels not Season right. Season Well, ta-ta for now. <gasps> are we done? I mean, is there anything else that you wanted to talk about? Um, um, I'm still having drinking nightmares. Still. One year into not drinking and smoking, I'm still having horrible nightmares about them. Wow. <gasps> oh. I have an update next week or this upcoming week. I meet with Miss North for my spirit guide readings and I'm really excited and I'm paying for it. Not you because after this whole conversation, it's becoming very apparent. Shit. She's cash. I'm just going to take care of it. Okay. Well, <laughs> so just to give everybody some context, I purchased Marina. <laughs> she said she was going to purchase. buy her spirit guide reading for my wedding gift. Yep. And that was in June of last year. It's almost been nine months and I uh, now am unable to buy for her. But that's so exciting. I'm so happy you're doing it. I can't wait to hear all about it. It's literally life changing. You were reborn on that day. Oh, I cannot wait. Um, Make sure to go get our fire cider and drink it as much as you can. Lucky's, Wyland's, Brewing Intuition. Soon to be at Fine Feather. Soon to be at Paloma. North Market at Saddleburg. North Market at Mini Super. Yellowbird Food Shed. Let's fucking go. We have a new flavor coming out. Blueberry matcha. Sexy, sexy. On our birthday. 
and we have one ounce shooters everywhere. So, you know, buy like five, six, seven of them at and a give, time. And give them to your people. Keep them in your car. And help me pay my rent, guys. Come yeah. on. Okay. That's all. TT. Stay sexy. For later. Stay sexy. This all sucks.